Now may the favor of the Lord our God rest upon us and prosper for us the work of our hands. Oh God, prosper and establish the work of our hands. Let me give it to you in the New International Translation. May the favor of our Lord, our God, rest upon us and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, even establish the work of our hands. Won't you think with us this morning on the words, a great work? Won't you say with me, a great work? Say it again, a great work. This morning, we want to continue for the last three Sundays. This is our third Sunday for those of you who are new to the church and have not been with us. And we do invite you to go to our Welcome to the Ray Facebook page and our Ray of Hope Community uh, Church Facebook page. And you may find the sermons for the last two Sundays. But you will notice that for the, these three Sundays and probably even leading up to Labor Day, because we're going to ask we're going to culminate some of this on Labor Day. And guess what we're going to ask you to do is we're going to do something very special and unique at the Rev Hope Church on Labor Day weekend. That's at least Labor Day weekend. We're asking every member, every member who knows about a job. Well, you, you know about some jobs opening on your job or, or somewhere in your community. We want you to bring those jobs to the church. Announcements about those jobs. Amen. It's, it's called Labor Day weekend. Amen. And some of us are unemployed, underemployed. Amen. Looking for new employment. And if the church is not helping us, then what is the point of the church? Amen. Somebody, anybody here needs a job, needs a new job, needs a better job, need an upgrade on a job. Come on here, somebody, and give God some praise. So on Labor Day weekend, we're going to culminate by having uh, a job fair. We're going to ask our members to bring an announcement, and you, we love if you have a hookup at your job as well. And so we're going to ask. And so we've been talking about work. That's our point. We've been talking about the calling and the purposes of God. We're, we've been talking about how God calls us and uses us, and how God uses the work of our hands, and how God uses us uh, uh, in our ministry and the and the truth the truth of the matter is that we seldom we seldom here in the the book of psalms uh, may the favor of the lord our god rest upon us and establish the work of our hands god's work uh but what our hand i want to say that again one more time the scripture here in Psalm says, may the favor of the Lord our God rest upon us and establish the work of our hands for us. Uh, yes, God, establish the work of our hands. We seldom see our work, the jobs that we have, as a form of worship. I want to start with that, that, that comment right there. Most of us, we, we see what we do on Sunday having little to nothing to do with what we're going to do tomorrow on Monday. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to get up begrudgingly. Tomorrow, we're going to growl. Even tomorrow, we're going to be saying, thank God for Friday. Amen. Tomorrow, we're going to a job that in our mind, in our spirits, have nothing to do with who we are today, that we are in worship today, but we feel like I'm just going to have to go to work 
tomorrow. We're going to give God praise today, but I'm going to have to just go work for Caesar tomorrow. I'm going to I'll give God all the praise and the honor today, but I'm just going to have to go work for the man tomorrow. But the Bible says, may the work of our hands be established, O oh God. May you give us favor. I'm talking about anybody here needs some favor from God. Amen. This is uh, most of us uh, rarely see how our jobs as teachers, how our jobs are at cutting hair, our jobs uh, as being telemarketers on the telephone. We rarely see how our jobs as selling insurance. We rarely see our jobs of, 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 of selling insurance or making phone calls. Or we even sometimes don't even see our job as preparing Bible study and Sunday school and working in vacation Bible study or, 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 or playing the instrument. We rarely see it as a part of our worship, but all of this is a part of our worship to God. Whether you're on the phone selling insurance or whether you're playing the instrument, one is not sacred and the other one is profane. One is not what I do for God and the other is, but all of these things work together for good. Amen. That what we do today ought to influence what we do tomorrow. Amen. That if you come to church on time, you go to work on time. Or if you go to work on time, you ought to say, oh, I'm going to keep on going to somebody say something. Say amen. Uh, that all of it comes together that if I'm trying to do an excellent job on my a job I do an excellent job on my at my work I ought to be trying to do an excellent job in church the Bible is deeply God that we serve I want you to know is deeply concerned about your jobs God cares about where you work I want to say that again you ought to pray before you go to work you ought to pray every time you accept a job. In fact, when, before they give it to you, before you accept it, you ought to go into the bathroom and, and just say, let me uh, hold, hold that thought right there. Let me just, let me, let, I just got to go do something. Amen. And you ought to go into the Bible, bathroom and say, now God, make a way out of no way. God, is this way you want me to be? Come on here, somebody. Most of us, uh, I've said the other week, 70%, according to surveys, 70% of people hate their job. Maybe not you, but we're irritated by it. We find it a, a, a drudgery. We find it something we got to do, but we don't. But that is because most of us want God uh, to, to get us a job, but we don't want God to work in us. We want God to give us work, but we don't want God to work on us. We want God to give us something, but, but we want God to work for us, but not work within us. Ah, but if you got your heart right and got your mind right, and if you let God work on you, amen, on the inside, you 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 won't choose as badly as you've been choosing. If if you let God uh, 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 speak to you, if you learn how to trust God, you won't grab the first thing that come your way. I'm going to trust God for something else. I know I need these dimes right here, uh, uh, but I believe there's a God who knows what I stand in need of. Do I have a witness? you got to not just let God work for you but you got to let God work within you God give me a clean heart God give me discernment about what I God give and if I got to work on this hint job give me a discernment about what it's gonna be like on this job tell me what the folks who gonna lie on me show me the folks who don't mean me any good God in the name of some every now and then you ought to get some Crisco oil and just rub it across your supervisor's door and say in the name of Jesus because of the God that is in within me God give me favor on this job 
You, you, I didn't say slather the stuff. I just put a little, just put a little Norton on it because they're going to know if you put a whole bunch of Crisco oil, they put a little bit of Crisco or olive oil and say, in the name of Jesus. Do I have a witness in here? You ought to just go by the enemy on your job. Your, that super, that super, that, that co-worker you don't like and just rub a little oil across their car. I say, yo, bo, 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 sho, bo, yo, bo, 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 bo. God is doing a great work in me. And I bind the hand of the devil. Before I ask God to give me anything, I say, work on me. Work on me, God, so that I might be a light in a dark place. Put your hands together and give God some praise for a great work. For a great work. For a great work. Come on and put your hands together for five minutes of a great work. Amen. Five minutes. Amen. God is doing a great work. Amen. It is God's work and it's our hands. It is that work that God wants to do internally yeah, yeah. on us and yeah, yeah. bring us to our best place in life, our, our best joy, our best strength. Yeah. That's that internal work. You can't just ask God to give you good work, yeah, yeah. but not let God work on you. Yeah, There's, yeah. They go together, and I think that's what we're trying to capture in these, in these sermons, in these sermonic lessons, in these admonitions, in these exhortations that they're... There's a work that God has for you. And if you do that work and you let God work in you, you will accomplish that work. That work would satisfy your soul, satisfy your spirit. Amen. And in order for us to get along on that pathway of work and worship, there ought to be some convictions formed in our lives. And so in the book of Ephesians, you find the words of my text for today, and I just do verse 10. It is a passage of scripture that I allowed God to work on me as a young preacher, and we memorize those passages of scripture. For we are God's handiwork, or God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we might do them, or that we might walk in them. Amen. It is God's work. But it is our hands that got to do it. We are God's workmanship. We are created for good works. We told you that on last week. That God has designed us. You are custom crafted. Custom created. Just the way you are. There aren't any flaws and errors in you. In terms of the design that God has for your life. If you are not living out your best life at this point in your life, it is not God's fault. It is, and it may just be your fault. And it may just be a, a point at which you go to God and ask God to work on you, work in you, so that you might do what God is having you to do. There's a work that God has prepared for us to do with our hands. I want you to hear me. There's a work. That God has prepared for us to do with our hand. It's a work that we may have never thought about doing. But it's a work 
that God has prepared for us to do. It, it's a work that is not a part of your family history and your family, uh, you know, uh, their heritage, their legacy. It's, it may not be something that you, had, yet you have ever seen anybody else in your family do, but there's a work that is designed for you to do. It's a work that we may, that we do not think we can do, but it's work that will give you meaning and joy and satisfaction as never before. You'll get your mojo for work back if you lock into the work that God has called you and designed you and custom crafted you. How many of you know that you are a custom crafted creature of God? Come on, y'all. That there is no more like you. Come on, there. Ah, with all of your finicky ways, but, but that's the way God has custom crafted you. And there's a work for you to do with your difficult and impossible self. But God has designed a work just for you to do. And if you would lock into that work, I tell you, you would have joy, unspeakable joy. You will experience peace that surpasses all understanding. You'll be able to love everybody that comes your way. I tell you, you will get your mojo for life back. When you, dis when you uh, discover and lock into the work that God has designed for your life. I'm saying there's a work that God has designed for you. And then there's a work that you have to decide. I'm doing this work with the help of God. Nothing illustrates the point I'm trying to make today than getting my computer fixed this past week. I own a 13-inch 2012 MacBook Pro. Amen. The real people uh, use Macs. Amen. And if you use a Mac, you won't go back. Amen. <laughs> it's my computer. Amen. It's old, but it's mine. I own it. Amen. And it's starting to shut down on me now. But it's the product that I own. But guess what? Apple is the manufacturer. So when my computer blanked out on me this week, I called AppleCare to get the problem fixed. That's the wise thing to do when you have a product that go bad on you. You call the what? You call the manufacturer. Don't try fixing stuff that you do not have the details of the design for. No, you, you don't have the details of the design for the product. So you better call the manufacturer. So when my computer broke, I called the manufacturer. That's what's going on with your job situation right now. Come on, y'all. It has gone bad. The screen has blanked out on you. You have hit the ceiling. You don't want to go to work anymore. You feel undervalued. You feel like folk taking advantage of you. One thing left to do. Call the manufacturer. Because if you call the manufacturer, the manufacturer will give you instructions on how to fix the problem. I called AppleCare this week, and uh, they, they're the manufacturer. 
Uh, but in order to get my computer fixed, I had to engage in what Apple Care calls screen sharing. And since Apple prides itself in protecting its users' privacy, uh, in order for me to share my screen with them, come on, y'all, they have to send me an email and they have to ask for permission. And when the email come, a little window pops up on the computer that says, accept or reject. I want you to hear me today. Amen. I, I, I called the manufacturer and the manufacturer sent me an email. And the email says, can I share your screen? Come on, y'all. Whenever you have a problem and you call on God, God asks you one question. Can I share the screen of your life? Because, oh my God. And then you got to click on uh, accept or reject. Come on. God want to help you. God want to work on your life. And God keeps on sending email after email, message after message, text after text. And God is asking one question. Would you accept my help? Or would you reject the help? You ain't going to get the problem of work fixed in your life until... You click on, <laughs> accept, <laughs> or reject. Now, here's the problem. I'm, I'm going to do my piece, and then you got it. Amen. Apple knows their product, and when there's a problem, I got to invite them to share my screen. But they also have to let them tell me what to do. But I got to do the work. <laughs> oh, I, I want you to hear me. They, they know the product. They know how to fix the product. But in the end, uh, uh, the advisor on the phone said, uh, when I point the arrow, I need you to click on it. Come on, y'all. In other words, uh, they know the work that needs to be done. Uh, but I got to click on it. Uh, come on, y'all. God knows what is needed to be done in your life, but you got to click on it. God's gonna, you know the thing about it. I figured if they if they have such access to my computer, they can fix the problem on their own. But 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 they said no. You got to click on it. Come on, y'all. Can God fix all our problems? Yes, God can. Can God make a way out of nowhere? Yes, God can. Can God heal us from all of our afflictions and our addictions and our circumstances? Yes, God can. But just because God can does not exempt you. Come on, from clicking on it. I got to click on it. 
Come on, y'all. Clicking on it means God help me. Clicking on it means God, I'm working with you. Clicking on it means God, I don't want you uh, to just do all the work. I'm willing to do all the work myself. Clicking on it means I'm going to wrestle with my own demons. Uh, clicking on it means I'm going to look at the stuff that has kept me back. Clicking on it means uh, I got to admit that something is wrong and I need you to make it right. I've come to understand that there's a work that I have to do with my hands, that it is God's work. It's conceived in the mind of God. It has been willed by God uh, that for me to engage it, and it has been spoken over my life. I want you to know today that there's a work uh, of making you better, making you stronger, making you more insightful, making you more discerning, making you more protective of your boundaries. Come on, y'all. There's a work that God wants to do in you and that work has already been designed by God. But you got to click on it. You got to decide that when your life is buffering. Y'all know what your life is buffering. Come on, y'all. Buffering is when you, you see the little circle is going around and around. And you know uh, that something is going on uh, with your process. Come on, my God. I learned something the other day when I went to get the computer fixed. He said, you see uh, this line right here? He says, uh, he says when, your, when your computer uh, is idling, he says 96% of your compressor, your processor ought to be idling. <laughs> he says that's when you know that it's just doing what it's supposed to do. He says but when the reverse occurs, come on my God, and the processor has to work so hard, he says that's what's causing uh, your computer to shut down. Uh, your processor, oh, oh, oh my God, it ain't designed uh, to work as hard uh, as you have been having it work. He says your your processor. He said you got all them pictures you brought back from Africa. And he said you call you want to upload and download all them pictures. And he said you want to run a, a word at the same time. He says you are overworking the processor. Come on, my God. What's going on with most of our life? We are overworking our processor, our soul, our strength, our mind. We got too much crisis going on. Too much critical things are going on at the same time, and you're working your processor. Come on, y'all. We are not designed to work on overload for that long. Oh my God, Mac is a strong computer, but even a Mac will shut down. You got too many things. <sighs> 
pulling at the same time too many windows open come on my god too many things running in the background you at church but you got a whole lot of stuff running at home you in one relationship but you got a whole lot of stuff pulling from another that's what's going on with your your life right now too much god giving you the instruction and god keep asking you reject or accept come on reject that's all i want to say to you today will you accept god's offer to fix the problems in your life to share the screen of your life come on y'all we can't fix our problem without the manufacturer's directions if we would but confess our sins god is faithful and just enough to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness come on a whole lot of us got some raggedy line mind raggedy <laughs> but i tell you all the time if you're looking for uh, a picture perfect pastor go someplace else ah because this one ain't perfect but i serve a perfect god i can point you to a perfect god I can show you how a perfect God can take an imperfect human being and use them to help bring healing and deliverance and awareness and consciousness. Somebody, it is God's work. It's our hand. Five more minutes. Come on and give God some praise. Come on, I, if we need you to be, come on and help us out here. We're trying to make a transition. We're trying to make, we got complicated transitions here. We got complicated transitions here. We got complicated. And so we, we close with this particular point right here that that's, we've said that we want, we want God to do some things for us, but we don't want God to do some things within us. We want God to do some things uh, for us, but we don't always want God. And so as, as pastor is describing this notion that we've got to say yes to God. And one of the things that what happens though, what happens is that when, when Apple, uh, this, this is, this, this is where God works with us. That as, as the, that, that there's a reason why you're asked to to accept you're asked to accept uh one because apple wants to limit its liability uh, amen let's let's be very clear uh but there's another reason why and that that's the that's the work of the great work that god is beginning within us and that is that if i show you how to do it that means you ought to learn something in the process uh, I, there, there is nothing like when i show you I, 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 we could do it for you but you're gonna call us again next week uh, we could do it for you but you're gonna call us again next month and we could do it for you but you're gonna come back to us next year but if i walk you as a school teacher would tell you if i walk you through it and let you figure out what is two times two on your own if i let you figure out on your own now this is how you get to nine times nine being 81 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 
Woo, Lord have mercy. 81. Do I have a witness? It is 81. Hallelujah, it's 81. Yeah, it's 81. But if I help you and let you do it on your on your own, then that way you have learned. Come on here, somebody. Uh, so sometimes God puts you in situations where God makes you have to learn some things. God lets you have. And let me tell you, come on and give God some praise. That is why God who has begun a good work in us. It will, will bring it to completion. God will start it, but God's going to help you to complete it. God will tell you, show you something, but God will help. And so therefore, let me tell you something as we get ready to close on my two and a half minutes here. And that is that, that the reason why we ask you, and finally, the reason why we ask you to come and consider the ministry of work, the ministry of the church, is because in our experience as pastors and in our experience of working outside most of us got degrees but we have no experience we are the most credentialed generation that has ever been we got more real degrees and fake degrees than anybody ever had we go to we go to accredited schools and unaccredited schools we go to butts and seat schools and online schools and we got all kinds of degrees, but we don't have no experience. We've got we've got BAs and masters and, and certificates. But the one thing that the man keeps from you and the one reason you can't get promoted and the one reason why you can't get uh, you can't get uh, uh, more money is because it is the one thing that they keep from you. <laughs> need a degree I mean you said well how am I supposed to how am I supposed to get promoted if I don't have experience and where am I gonna get experience from and, and you wonder how they will get you the degrees but they won't let you have no experience and so you sit there with your educated unexperienced self with your student loan self but that got degrees but you ain't got no work experience ah but God in God's economy has a way of fixing that coming to the house of God let me tell you something I didn't learn to be a preacher and I didn't learn to be a professor at Vanderbilt uh, by getting a PhD from Princeton while I have a PhD from Princeton while I got a bachelor's from Wilson it was working in the Negro church with Negro people <laughs> oh, when I learned how to work with church folks if I can work with these Negroes I can know I can work with these people over here <laughs> If I can put up with them here with Pookie and them, tell me I can't handle Betsy. If I can handle Jamal, I can, I can handle Rolando. You don't have no experience because you ain't doing no work. Get up in the church and you're going to learn how to work a PowerPoint. Get up in the church and you'll learn how to do a syllabus. Come on up in the church and you'll know how to talk to people who want to go home. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. All things work together for good. I can work anywhere because I don't work with y'all. Do I have a witness in here? I'm going to work while it is yet day. Because when night comes, no one can work. Come on and give God some praise. You don't have no experience. 
I said you don't have no experience because what they what you need you don't know how to do degree gets you in the door experience gets you promotion I'll say that again degree just gets you in the door but learning how to finesse evil spaces learning how to discern demons learning how to stand and hold your ground learning when to speak and when not to speak learning how to speak truth to power come on here somebody in the name of jesus learning where the skeletons are hid learning that there's a that there's a that's a difference between what they say in hr and what is real on the job do i have a witness in here if I were you, I'd give my life to Christ. I'd give my service to God. Because whatever you do for God over here, see if God will open up a door over there. You just teach Sunday school over here, and God will make you principal over there. You will have a witness. Give God some praise in this place. It's a great work. 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 Put them hands together and give God some praise. It's a great work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stand on your feet and give God some praise right now. I said, come on and give God some praise. Begin to praise God. Begin to call it down. Begin to reach for it. Come on, I need you to reach for it. Yeah. I need you to reach for it. Come on, Pastor. I need you to reach for it. Say, God. I got all this education, but they're keeping me because I don't have a vineyard to show me. Come on, keep your hands up. I don't care if you're 80 years old. That's still, if you're still here, it must be because there's something for you to do. I don't care how old you are. If you ain't gone yet, it's because you still got something to do. You got young people who ain't got the sense they were born with. They need your wisdom. You got older ones here. They got great degrees. Smart as a whip. Dumb as a doorknob. Mama say you ain't got the sense they were born with. Because you keep waiting for other people to give you what God has already made available to you ask us everybody who's ever worked in this church how God has turned around and opened a door for them. come on pastor tell us everybody who's ever put their hand to God's plow how God has opened doors for them and the skills that they learned at church the skills that they learn in Sunday school, the skills that they learn heading up a ministry becomes the skills that they take on the job and their supervisors say, how did you learn that? How dare you think that God won't open the door for me? How dare you think that, you're, that you, you provide for me what I need? My God is my provider. Do I have a witness in here? Give God some praise. Come on.